All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Your Marriage Matters with Ken and Shar. It's good to have you in. How are you doing today, babe? Doing well. Good. Thank you. Awesome. You ready for this? I am ready for this. This is a fun one. We've got yeah. a lot to talk about. Like, I like this I like this topic. Yeah. So uh, let's just start with a question. Is there anybody listening who has not been disappointed uh, at some point in time by your spouse? We've been married 46 years and I have plenty of times I know disappointed Charlene or failed to meet an expectation. Uh, and I'm sure that everybody has felt those things. And so if you've ever felt that this, this stuff that we're talking about today in this episode is really for you because we tend to put so much pressure on our spouse. I mean, even when we get married, Mm -hmm. particularly if we marry really young, I think commonly young marrieds think this is the answer to life. Oh yeah. This is going to solve all my problems, not just loneliness, Mm -hmm. but I'll never be unhappy again. (laughs) Again, I'm just, this is, this is everything I've been waiting for for so long. Sure. And I'm going to live out my world in fairyland and um, just like the movies. In, uh, in pastoring so many times, I sat with young people and that was their mindset mm-hmm. was if God would just give me a spouse, a wife or uh-huh. a husband, my world would be awesome. And I said, we'd go, you don't yeah. know, you know, th- there's a whole world of God dealing with your life through marriage uh, which is part of its beauty. It, mm-hmm. it shapes and carves and molds it us. Does. It does. Yeah. It, it makes us more into the image of Christ if we really take the lessons that we learn in marriage and the lessons that we're learning in Scripture and apply it to our marriage. Sure. I know the um, one of the things that we'll talk about often, uh, again, in this podcast is this whole issue of, again, we, we've titled this, Cut Me a Break, because we talk so much about what marriage can be mm-hmm. and what a blessing in life a mm-hmm. husband can be to his wife and a mm-hmm. wife to his husband, that we probably at times put undue pressure on a husband and wife mm-hmm. as if they are the, the cure-all right. and answer for everything, right? And some people feel just the pressure of when they start listening to a podcast like this or reading a book and all these things you have to be to your spouse and I'll never live up to it. It's overwhelming. Right. And it's like, I can't do that. I'm just a dude or I'm just a normal person. How can I live up to all these expectations and do everything right all the time? And and some people just give up thinking I can never make my wife or my husband happy anyway. So why try it all? There's there's going to be a uh, an episode or a few episodes coming on expectation disappointment, where which is good. We're going to talk mm-hmm. a lot about that. But today we felt like this is a tool that comes straight out of uh, the Word of God. Uh, again, this is inc- it must be included in a right theology for marriage. Thinking right about what marriage is, mm-hmm. it's not the cure all. No, and it's it's honestly we'll talk a lot about this. It's not even about. God simply making us happy mm-hmm. through married life. Mm-hmm. It's really about God glorifying himself mm-hmm. through a right married life. So mm-hmm. we'll talk a lot about that as time goes on today. I want to read a passage. This comes from Jeremiah chapter 17, verses five through nine. And to be honest, honey, you'd agree. You and I refer to this all the time, all the time. in our own married life. Yes. Well, just in my own life. Yeah, absolutely. In my in my life. Mm-hmm. So again, we're looking at verses like this, though it probably was not written specifically with marriage mm-hmm. in view, but 
uh, it's easily applied to marriage mm -hmm. life. So we're going to look at it through the lens of marriage. Here we go. It says simply this, thus says the Lord, cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart then departs from the Lord. For he shall be, not could be, not might be, for he shall be like a shrub in the desert. He shall not see when good comes but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land, which is not inhabited. Pretty gloomy picture there mm -hmm. of, a, of a fellow who, whose heart has slowly departed from the Lord and is beginning to trust in the things of the flesh, in mm -hmm. man, mm -hmm. in mankind, right? And then the next verses are the contrast to that fellow. It says, but blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. For he shall be, not might be or could be, but he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be evergreen and will not be anxious in the year of the drought, nor will he ever cease from yielding fruit. And then it wraps up the whole thought there, these contrasting verses with this declaration, for the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. Mm -hmm. Now here's the application for us. And it probably came at a time where uh, I was in the middle of a pity party or maybe sharding was, I don't know, or both of us that uh, maybe a failed expectation along the line there or something. But uh, I know for me, I have felt the bite of this curse before. Mm -hmm. uh, and and I, I, I believe that this is serious business here. It actually says, thus says the Lord, this is coming from God, cursed is this guy. There seems to be a curse in the world that when a person refuses to make the Lord his hope and the Lord his strength. And instead he puts all of his hope and all of his trust and all of his desires upon man and the flesh. In fact, it mentions both those two things. Cursed is the man who trusts in man. That means people. That word there could be translated people and makes flesh or the things of this temporal world his strength and thus whose heart is departing from the Lord. I've been that guy who was looking to Charlene mm -hmm. to what be the source of my peace, my mm -hmm. joy, my happiness. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've all done this, right? We have. And also we know when we start looking at our marriage to give us everything that to fulfill us completely on this earth, we're going to be this person. Yeah. Because it can't. Marriage was never intended. It, for it to, Great point. It was not intended it, by the its Lord. Its design it, was mm -hmm. not to fulfill no, you. No, it wasn't. That's the place that only Jesus can hold mm -hmm. in the life mm -hmm. of uh, a, a person believer. who belongs to God. Right. Sure. So this curse is real. And it, and it actually, this is what I love about this verse. It actually leaves very clear, a clear idea of what this curse looks like when it's in. This is how I know I've had to go in my bathroom at home and look in the mirror and go, dude, somewhere you're not trusting in the Lord. You're filled with frustration and mm -hmm. angst, maybe even having to do with something Sharni and I were embroiled in. I don't know. But anytime that happens, I can identify now mm -hmm. after, you know, over 45 years of walking with Jesus when I am when somehow my heart is looking to the things of the world and maybe even to Charlene right. to give me what she never can. Right, right. Right. Here's what it looks like. He shall be like a shrub 
in the desert? What comes to your mind, hon, when you, when you, I, since we live in the central Valley in California, there are these things called tumbleweeds <laughs> and I really don't like them because they're really ugly and there's a ton of them. If you've ever watched an old Western, yes, it's those things it's blowing those things across, blowing <laughs> across the dusty field. Well, that's yep. what it looks like. And they grow really fast in a, in an area that gets no water. I don't understand it, but they are so ugly and they tumble from here and there, wherever the wind blows them and it's unattractive. Yep. And you can tell they have no, no direction. They have no, no purpose. purpose. Yep. <laughs> and they're, they're. I always, when I, <laughs> when I hear it, when I read the scripture, I just think of the tumbleweed out on Rosedale highway, just blowing everywhere. And that's me. Yeah. It's me when I'm there. And I think that you, you guys can identify with that too. When sure. you just feel like you're aimless and you're, just going with the whims of your emotions and you're sad and it's, it's dry and brittle and you lose your way. You just lose your way. You don't know where you're going. Mm -hmm. And I I always know that I'm under this curse. If it's not with my marriage or another thing I'm looking to for happiness or um, instead of Jesus, then I know that I'm going to be this, this tumbleweed in the central Valley of California. There I am. That's it. Mm -hmm. This comes from, again, not looking to the Lord, Mm -hmm. but as married people, I think commonly we uh, almost idolize our spouses sometimes, Mm -hmm. or we have an unreal expectation of them. And we start looking to them Mm -hmm. for the, the bottom line source of joy and peace in our hearts. And then they fail us. And then we are, we're, we're on tilt. We are tossed to and fro. The thing about a tumbleweed, the reason that they are blowing everywhere when the wind and they have no direction is because they have no root. Mm-hmm. Their roots about two inches. It's not even two the, inches. You pull them up, they're about a quarter inch the deep. The tumbleweed is five feet tall and five feet wide. But its root system's yeah, about a quarter inch. It's like, inch. how does that happen? I know. <laughs> it's a miracle of nature. So they're they're without any deep rooting. So man, when it blows, they're hopeless. Mm-hmm. They just are tossed to and fro. You ever been, mm-hmm. we've been that emotionally mm-hmm. before where we're tossed to and fro, we lose our way. We don't have any direction. We're uh, just uh, aimless wandering. I want to make a side note too here. Shoot. If you're on social media, this is a really bad place to start comparing your marriage to other people's because I, you see all these pictures and wonderfulness and everything that these people put on social media about how wonderful this guy is or this gal is and their marriage and their pictures. Then you start looking at your little life and going, well, that's not what my life looks like. That's not what my marriage looks like. My husband's not doing this for me or doing that for me. And, and you can really go down a spiral on social media, really watch it when you're yep. on social. They only show you the very, very best. Right. They're not showing you all well, of that's it. that's true. You know, they've got their times too. And you have to remember that. So it goes on. He shall be like a shrub in the desert, but that's not all. This next statement is a little bit actually terrifying. And he shall not see when good mm-hmm. comes. Mm-hmm. One other translation has when prosperity comes. Now, this means that it doesn't mean that prosperity doesn't come. It doesn't mean that there's not good things in that person's life when I'm not looking to the Lord and 10, mm-hmm. I'm focused on Charlene and mm-hmm. frustrated that what I'm not, uh, my expectation isn't being met or something like that. The, the problem is that that person, when they're in this cursed mm-hmm. place, they just can't see the prosperity. I've sat with people in my office 
who are really frustrated in their married life. And I'll, I'll talk to them. I'll say, okay. And they'll go on just droning, just yammering about how bad their spouse is. And I'll say, I'll stop them sometimes. Say, okay, time out. Is yammering a word? Yammering is a word, I think. <laughs> Write us and let us know if yammering is a word. Sorry, it go is ahead. now. I just I have a heard, habit of making some. I've never heard that word before, so there you go. <laughs> so, uh, but they they go on and on, and I'll stop them and say, "Okay, time out. Can we just rejoice in a few things? You you've got a couple of wonderful kids, right? Uh, can you just rejoice in that, or just that you're a saved person, that you know Jesus and you have eternal life? And honestly, I've had them look me dead in the eye and say, "No, I can't. I am so." frustrated, right? Mm -hmm. This is what happens when your eyes, they depart from being on the Lord for your hope and your peace and your joy. You start putting it on your spouse and eventually you won't, you'll be so focused on their foibles, faults, and failures mm -hmm. that you won't be able to see anything good around mm -hmm. you. You live in a beautiful home, drive a fancy car, got beautiful kids, got and you job. can't rejoice mm -hmm. in anything, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, probably been there. And mm -hmm. I would venture a guess that a lot of people are listening right now. I've been mm -hmm. there too, right? That's when, that's a, that's a eye-opening experience when you go, okay, I'm here. Right. I'm in this place. This is what the word said. Right. Let's figure out how to get out of yeah, it. That's it. Mm -hmm. So it goes on even more. He shall be like a shrub in the desert. He shall, we're describing that curse here, shall not see when good or prosperity comes, but shall inhabit the parched place in the wilderness in a salt land, which is not inhabited. This speaks of isolation, mm -hmm. the sense of loneliness. You can mm -hmm. be in a home with your spouse and four kids, mm -hmm. activity everywhere, and still feel isolated mm -hmm. and alone when you're under this curse. Mm -hmm. It really describes a pathetic condition mm -hmm. of life where, and, and again, dear ones, I've been here. I have mm -hmm. looked myself in the mirror and said, just Ken, Somewhere along the line, you you have to, your heart is no longer looking at the Lord who never fails you, and you're looking to the shortcomings of what your your wife in expectation that she alone can be the source of your happiness, and she's not designed for mm -hmm. that, nor am I designed mm -hmm. to be the source of her happiness. And when we do this, it's tragic. We we end up in this cursed place. Well, we didn't marry, like I said before, Jesus. That's true. We didn't marry a perfect person. Well, we, in fact, we marry flawed people. Yes, and we're flawed. Yep. So who there are, you go. Who are in the process <laughs> of being sanctified uh -huh, and, uh -huh. by the Lord as well. Right. So then, thank the Lord, verse 7 comes. We're in Jeremiah 17. Verse 7 turns everything around. It says, but blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is, or whose hope is the Lord. And that's the big turnaround mm -hmm. when all of a sudden we catch ourselves in all of our whiny, pathetic, isolated, can't see any prosperity around me way. And we say, time out. That's not a her problem. Mm -hmm. She's not my problem. My right. problem is inside of me. And I need to start looking to Jesus who has never failed me, never will, and meets all my needs according to his riches and glory and get our eyes on the Lord. Isn't and, that true? And Yes, it's true. And you can always tell when you meet these people that if their eyes are on Jesus, this is what kills me. They sometimes have a pathetic marriage. They have, they've gone through a difficult, horrible yeah. tragedy. Yeah. Who knows what yeah. they've gone through? Huge challenges. T huge challenges. But yet you look at him and you just see the love of the Lord. The joy of you the see Lord. the joy of the Lord in, in, in immense trials mm -hmm. that they're, they're working with because they have placed their 
hope in the right person in the person yeah. of Jesus Christ. It's true. And I love that. It it's humbling to me to think that I go in this place when with with very little, very little tragedy in my life compared to some people what they walk in. Yeah. As this verse turns a corner, now it describes the person in contrast whose hope the Lord is, who mm -hmm. has put all of their hope and all of their desire in the Lord. They've removed that from their spouse. And we need to do that. We mm -hmm. need to get our spouses out of that position and get that firmly squared up in Jesus. And when a person does that, listen to this, for he shall be like a tree planted by the water. Now that's contrast with our little mm -hmm. tumbleweed, with our tumbleweed, you know, up there in verse five, the shrub. Yeah, I love that. Uh, there's a big difference. Mm -hmm. There's also in the, the Central Valley of California, not just tumbleweeds, but there is huge oak trees mm -hmm. as well. And the difference is startling. That get no water. That you're, but yes, but their roots go deep yes, and they, they grow do. firm and, and mighty. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Blessed is that man, for he shall be like a tree planted by the water, which spreads out, and it actually mentions this, which spreads out its roots. Remember the mm -hmm. problem with the tumbleweed, mm -hmm. the reason it's subject to wherever the wind wandering. is blowing, wandering mm -hmm. is because it has no roots. And this is the opposite, which spreads out its roots by the river. It will not fear when heat comes. Where the other one, when you're under the curse, you can't see good come. Right. You can't see anything good around mm -hmm. you. You're so locked in on the failures of another, maybe mm -hmm. your spouse. This person can't see the heat when it comes. Mm -hmm. I love or it this. doesn't wilt them when the heat comes. That's what it, it's going to go on mm -hmm. to say. But its leaf will be green, mm -hmm. right? That speaks of fruitfulness, right? Mm -hmm. Leaf. Yeah, I, I think what the promise here is that as we keep our eyes on the Lord and 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 cut our spouse a break, quit looking to them as the the final hope in life, right? Mm -hmm. They're flawed people just like me, and they're important in our life. They're hugely important in our life and what God's doing in our life, but they're not the answer to life. Mm. They're, they mm -hmm. weren't designed for that. And that, that, that green leaf that it speaks of in verse 17, I think says, if you'll keep trusting the Lord, you're going to remain fruitful in life. You're, right. you're going to keep bearing regardless, fruit. Regardless of the issues in your marriage, yep. if you have some big issues or you have little issues, regardless of that, you will become fruit, stay fruitful in your life. Uh, in your life. So good. It ends up with this, and will not be anxious in the year of the drought. Now, it does not say that the year of the drought won't come. Mm -hmm. It just says when it comes, I won't be anxious. Mm -hmm. We won't be the ones wringing our hands and mm -hmm. thinking life is coming apart mm -hmm. at the seams. I think because if you're used to trusting in the Lord and you're used to always looking upward and not mm -hmm. horizontally, but you're looking vertically up to the Lord, yeah. and that's what you're looking at. You're not looking at this world and what it's trying to give you, even if your marriage or right. your children or whatever, to find your happiness. You're not clamoring over this world, but you're always looking to Jesus. Then when drought does come, and it will, you're still looking at Jesus. Yeah. And you're going to see that he's able to sustain you through it. And I think this this podcast is a little bit unique in that you know, primarily we're speaking to Christians, people who have mm -hmm. declared a, a faith in Jesus mm -hmm. and um, uh, a sense of the authority of God's word. That's mm -hmm. why we talk about the Bible so much, because it reveals the design of God for right. our marriages. But if you have not yet 
come to know Jesus and someone referred you to this podcast or something, this is this is what being a Christian means. Mm-hmm. Honestly, right. it's it's trusting in the Lord in a really broken world. Mm-hmm. I'm married to a broken person. My wife is married to a really broken person. <laughs> right? So, so we cannot put our final hope in people Mm-mm. at at all. It's a broken world. This no. is a broken world. No, mm-hmm. and it ends with this thought, and this is where we're going to end to in this episode, verse nine. Why is all this true? Why can we not make mankind our hope, our wives, our husbands? Mm-hmm. Why must we place all of our desire upon Jesus? Mm-hmm. Because the human heart is deceitful above all things. It is desperately wicked. Who can know it? What a declaration that is. That tells my wife, don't look to Kenny to be your all right. in all because, because he is flawed. Mm-hmm. He he'll battle in life. So will mm-hmm. Char, mm-hmm. the the one who is never changing, always the same, and never mm-hmm. failing, and has no weakness, has none. Mm-hmm. Who and whose love endures forever mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. without condition mm-hmm. and endless is Jesus. Yeah. Who would I rather put my faith in? <laughs> <laughs> I hope no one puts their faith in me. <laughs> but Jesus is there. That's why he came. Yeah. And that's why he died for us. So we can put our faith in him and we will never be disappointed. Right on. All and right. So that. this was a, a very simple tool, isn't it? It, mm-hmm. it just reminds us that I didn't marry in my marriage is not the answer to the joy and peace and fulfillment I'm looking for in life. Mm-hmm. That comes in the Redeemer in the Savior in Jesus. It doesn't come in a spouse. And and as you are working on your marriage and maybe listening to these podcasts or going to seminars or reading books, this is a teaching that you need to come back to over oh, and over good point. and over again because you are desiring a, a good thing to have the marriage that God wants to give you. But you still have to remember that Jesus is our all in all, and yeah. He's the only one that can ultimately um, fulfill you, and He will never fail you, and He'll be with you always. Yeah. In our marriages, probably, most likely, one of us will die before the other. Yep. And we won't always have our spouse with us, no matter how good our marriages are. Right. One day you won't have them. And good you point. still need to look to Jesus because you will always, always have him. Good point. Mm-hmm. So the curse, I believe, is very real. I don't think that's just poetic. I don't think it's uh, uh, anything Mm-mm. but uh, a real deal. You that- know how I know it's real? Because I've lived it so many there. times. <laughs> I know that's a real thing. <laughs> that's good. Yep. <laughs> So stay away from the way you stay away from is keep keep Jesus mm-hmm, firmly in mm-hmm. view and cut your spouse a break. A break. Yeah. They weren't designed to be your mm-hmm. all in all. So I'm gonna say it right now, Charlene. You're not my all in all. No, well, I, I put I put that all upon. And I'm Jesus. glad you do. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't it liberate? Yeah, you. because I'm not I'm I'm not the one that can yeah. make you totally happy. Yeah. So. Isn't that great? Yeah, it is. I love you, babe. I love you too. Listen, thanks for tuning in to this episode. Uh, We're so glad that you did, and we can't wait to spend uh, a few more minutes with you very soon. So Mm -hmm. remember every day that your marriage matters. God Mm -hmm. bless you. Bye-bye.